Two minutes past four, if you've just joined us, a very good morning to you on uh, SAFM Sound Awake on this wonderful Monday. What do we call a Monday? It's a marvellous Monday. It's the 9th of May. We played you, Smongile Kumalo, Tando's Groove. Let's talk uh, trending. Trending news right now. We look at what's happened in social media in the last uh, 72 hours because it's a weekend that we're coming from. It's a Monday. So let's look at uh, overall uh, what's happened in the past two days or three. Pumelelo um, Mashifane. Um, uh, you know, I always get confused, Pumelelo, because I know you're a journalist and then I want to say editor and then it says social commentator as well. I don't want to water down what you do. Pumelelo, how are you? <laughs> I'm right. I'm right. How are you? I'm good. Thank you so much for joining us. How was the weekend? The weekend was uh, a bit dreadful um, because of events uh, here in Pumalanga, as the whole country would be aware. Um, but yeah, uh, we're here now. Yeah, and uh, you've been reporting on that uh, dreadful story and the tragedy of the Hillary Gardy. Uh, we know, though, a number of suspects have been arrested in connection uh, with the 28-year-old daughter of senior EFF leader, Godric Gardy's uh, um, murder, and it's increased to three now, the number of suspects. Yeah, um, uh, quite quite unfortunate, uh, especially for me, um, personally knowing um, Godric Gardy um, and and also now uh, revelations coming out that I also know quite well um, one of the accused. Um, so mm. it, it's it's uh, yeah it's been somewhat of a roller coaster ride. But yeah, um, last week uh, kicking off with uh, that uh, story of Larry Gardy being missing, um, trending all over since the weekend when the EFF really put up that call to say um, one of their own has been missing and uh, they were asking everybody um, and all the structures to go out and leave no stone and turned it's finding her. Um, and uh, by Tuesday morning, uh, we received uh, the bad news that uh, she had been found um, mm. murdered uh, at a plantation just outside Mbombela. And uh, from there, that would kick off uh, a series of of, of events. Um, you know, uh, all the cameras descending on Bumalanga to see uh, what had happened uh, due to the sheer shock of what everybody experienced uh, with 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 uh, the the kidnapping uh, or Hillary Gardy going missing and finally being found uh, murdered. Um, and uh, we know that the police minister was at the scene when the body was found and when the scene was being processed. And that led to the police uh, activating their 72-hour action plan uh, to find the killers. Uh, And we know that just before that uh, 72-hour plan, um, 72-hour period expired, uh, the police making that, that, that breakthrough um, in the in the evening of Friday, raiding a popular guest house in in Bombela mm-hmm. and um, making a number of arrests. Uh, from the information I have from sources so far, uh, the initial arrest was made in the early hours of Friday morning, um, and that first suspect then gave police the information um, to go on uh, to to raid the premises of of um, one prominent uh, politician who is from SRT because we've, we've, we've established. 
Yeah, so much going on here. Uh, okay, so two of the suspects that are arrested, uh, one is a Swati civil servant, uh, come politician, the other an adopted son uh, of a politician. And this uh, all thing has seemed to be pointing to this being a political killing. Um, all speculations are in the air right now. Yeah. Um, you know, there's information that I have, which I, I deem to be credible, but because as journalists, when a case like this of a criminal nature comes through, uh, even though we might have access to information, we've got to be very sensitive about how we process that information. And right now, we, we're really trying to be sensitive uh, to the family, to everybody who's concerned, to the people who are accused, uh, giving them their constitutional right of being assumed innocent until proved guilty. Um, I, I will not delve, divulge part of the information, but at this point, it looks to be either way. Mm. It, it, it looks to be a something that's not political, but something that went horribly wrong along the way. Um, but on the other side, because all parties are sort of politically involved, I think that speculation then is always there to say... Um, this one is from a political party and that one is from another political party and perhaps it is political. I think it's the most logical thing that we do as humans trying to find something to hold on to. Yeah. But I think um, a lot will come out in court. Of course, those suspects are appearing at 9 o'clock this morning at the Nelsberg Magistrates Court and uh, we'll be able to reveal definitely more details that... Uh, you know, are itching on us already as journalists because uh, we can't reveal their names, we can't reveal certain information, and that's why you see, um, you know, the reporter kind of trying to be quite descriptive of them without identifying them. Uh, but, uh, of course, with the descriptions already given, those insurgent circles already know who it is, and social media has been a buzz with people actually even posting photos of 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 some of the accused. Um, but of course, us as journalists, we can't do that. No, is that acceptable even on a general public level, though? Uh, I think it's not. I think there's a there's a universal principle of mm. Audi Alfred Patton, which says you're presumed innocent until proven otherwise, and uh, nobody has a right to put your picture on social media and say you're the one because we're all not privy to the police investigation and we're all not privy to what um, each of the people, um, what role they played. So you could post one picture and say, this is the person because of his prominence, but you find that he probably is not the one. He's probably implicated for something else, uh, but he's not responsible for the actual murder or vice versa. And I think um, uh, the public should refrain from, from doing that and respect people's yeah. privacy because we all know how damaging the court of public opinion can be. And once uh, somebody has been acquitted, we don't go back and post those pictures and say sorry. Uh, but the reputational damage remains far beyond. Yes, and also uh, let's allow the police uh, to do what they need to do. As we say, the arrested are going to appear in court today. Provincial Police Commissioner Lieutenant General Manamela saying that uh, the investigations are continuing. So let's allow the investigations to continue. Um, Yes, of course, we know we want to find answers and we will be, I guess, speculating on different things.
but also in the court, uh, the public court, let me say, in terms of what people are saying on this case is that, well, it would seem that some people are more equal than others in South African society, uh, citing the different murder cases and uh, criminalities that have been committed against other women, which cases have not been uh, solved. And with all uh, due sensitivity to your own issue, uh, your own personal issue, Pumelelo, the many murder cases that go un- unresolved. And in this particular case, people are saying, well, because it was a public figure or somebody who's deemed more important, uh, the, the, the investigations went on uh, quickly. And uh, so as far as even the police commissioner going to the, the crime scene, and these are not things we see with other people, ordinary South Africans. What are your thoughts on that, on the disparity in terms of how we deal with murder cases, that's now a topic that's coming up in terms of the police and, and, and uh, investigations and all that. Yeah, absolutely, Asanda. I think uh, this was uh, one thing uh, that I carried with me um, in spite of uh, my uh, personal knowledge of people who are involved in the case. And, and it's definitely a question I tried to pose uh, to the police commissioner, but uh, I wouldn't uh, get an answer. Um, I, I I was interested to find out uh, that is it standard operating procedure that police report to the home of a victim at 11 o'clock to come and breach them of an arrest they've made? Um, because, um, you know, just last week or the week before, I told you about my personal experience. Mm-hmm. We were talking about the Senator case, and, you know, eight years later, I've never received a report from the investigating officer even a phone call to say this is what we know so far about the death of your brother. Um, but uh, things seem to um, have happened that way, um, and it's very hard to not think that law enforcement has been playing to the gallery um, with all the spectacle and all the cameras and, and, and that came with this, obviously given the prominence of the father in politics and and. and probably due to the initial speculation that it could be politically motivated. But definitely it is an, it's a question that, that we need to pose to the leadership of this country. Um, this thing is so heartbreaking, uh, you know, mm. that people don't get services on a daily basis. But if someone dies, um, you, you will see government mobilizing resources to clean up the streets to clean up the neighborhood of where that person is because the funeral is going to be held and the president is coming there. And 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 you ask yourself that if these resources can be mobilized in a matter of twenty four hours, all sorts of earth moving equipment and cleaning equipment and it's just a simple example I'm making because we had it here in in my town where the mayor passed away earlier mm-hmm. this year. And, you know, we saw all sorts of type of service delivery that we've never seen, potholes being patched. And the question then becomes, why don't they do this every day? Mm. Um, if we have the capacity in the police to summon the experts uh, that, 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 that were able to be mobilized in, in that short period of time, if we have the capacity to get intelligence operatives involved in a murder or a, 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 a civil crime, why aren't we using those same resources to help ordinary South Africans? And and I think this is the injustice that ordinary South Africans face because they don't have a voice. Mm. They don't have big names um, that that attract media attention. 
um, and so forth, and therefore they are always left to fend for themselves. And I think that's something that's part of an indictment on us as a society, and it's something that we, we definitely need to fight to change. Yeah, and I wonder what the answers would be then in terms of those questions that society is now uh, asking uh, and in how do we uh, equalize the treatment of all cases that involve criminality. Uh, staying with politics, ANC A, uh, Eastern Cape, the results of the ANC Eastern Cape elective conference are expected to be released this morning. Uh, tell us more there. Yeah, um, that conference uh, was actually supposed to be concluded today with uh, President Cyril Ramaphosa addressing um, the closing remarks of those of, of that conference. But uh, as we saw with uh, the Etegwini conference and um, another, a couple of other conferences, including uh, the ANC-Euclid-Limpopo conference, um, delegates have spent the better part of the conference uh, not agreeing on credentials. Um, the Eastern Cape conference only really um, reaching a point of consensus on credentials we made last night, mm-hmm. um, you know, after bogus branches were discovered, branches that did not qualify through the processes, having delegates sent to conference and others going to court to force that conference to accept those delegates and so forth. Um, but it's been marked by this, uh, you know, constant exchange of 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 um, unpleasantries between between them. But um mm-hmm. uh, outgoing chairperson Oscar Mobiane um addressing conference and saying that uh, whatever happens the ANC needs to be um united afterwards and really urging com- com- comrades to learn from the twenty seventeen conference dubbed the Festival of Chairs too to be more tolerant of one another so that they don't witness a rehash of, of that conference. But definitely it seems that uh, credentials were adopted around 10 o'clock uh, and so forth, and then um, the political report was delivered, and then they moved into the nomination. Nominations were concluded just after midnight, mm-hmm. and voting started. Um, it is quite a big conference, uh, close to about 1,500 delegates and therefore you expect that voting will go on until probably um, daybreak if not uh, maybe a couple of hours past that and uh, we'll then wait for the electoral commission uh, to um, go through the process of counting and then announcing those results so my anticipation is that we're looking at uh, those results coming out uh, maybe early afternoon or mid-afternoon all right, uh, let's go back to yesterday, which was uh, also earmarked as Ancestors Day, but it was Mother's Day that we were celebrating in the country uh, officially. And uh, many people spoiled their mothers. We saw on social media, on the different platforms, Instagram, Facebook, uh, Twitter, all the pictures of you know people just appreciating their moms and appreciating themselves as mothers uh, with their children's uh, pictures there. Uh, what was this day like for you? I don't know if this is something that's important in your space. Yes, absolutely. Something that's important. I'm so uh, blessed uh, to have a mother, even at my late age. Um, and it's something that I I really um, cherish and uh, really go out of my way to make sure that on this day and many probably other days, I make sure that 
um, I'm able to express my love uh, to my mother. But definitely, mm-hmm. everybody um, was blushing out yesterday and, and showing love for their mother. For me, um, on such a day, the most uh, touching messages are of people who don't have mothers. Mm. Um, and and they always in my heart on, on such a day to say, this must be a very difficult day. Uh, because everybody seems to be caught, you know, in the euphoric act of celebrating their mothers. And we, we seldom just stop to think about those that, that don't have a mother to celebrate on this day and what kind of uh, emotion that might bring to them. But yeah, um, uh, people celebrating themselves. Um, I mean, one of the, the funny tweets that trended was somebody who said, uh, you know, just got breakfast in bed from my two-year-old and uh, she told me that she loves me very much and mm-hmm. I mustn't worry about why daddy left me. And everybody was saying, oh, two-year-olds uh, have such deep conversations nowadays. <laughs> uh, it must be these pandemic babies. <laughs> <laughs> that is a bit funny, though. But also, I mean, a two-year-old getting in that deep conversation is kind of questionable. <laughs> I don't know if that's even yeah, age-appropriate. And bringing you breakfast in bed, I mean, what are the chances <laughs> that it didn't hit the floor before it gets to you? <laughs> Can a two-year-old even pour their own cereal and milk? I wonder. I, yeah. I wonder. That's, that was quite interesting there. It's quite, it's quite funny. Well, yeah, and yeah. Uh, I mean, I was saying on Friday when we were wishing uh, Happy Mom's Day, and I think our poll question was around that, what uh, our listeners are planning to do, uh, that even, you know, for those whose moms are late, that... You, you can still celebrate and commemorate, I guess, in a way, because because somebody's gone physically doesn't mean they're gone completely. The a mom's love, I think, continues, even spiritually, uh, even energy-wise uh, and all that. And, and there are ways, I guess, that one can look at it in that angle. But yes, as it's also, I think, um, important for us to be mindful uh, in terms of how they might be touched on that day when their moms are not here physically, those who have lost their mothers. Uh, but I don't know how we can, I guess, I don't know, is it something we should be sensitizing ourselves on in terms of how we're posting on social media? Uh, or should people just do what they do anyway? Because I'm wondering if we should uh, just be mindful of those who've lost their moms and, uh, you know, sort of not rub it in their faces in what we're posting on social media. What are your thoughts around that? Let's just take a short break, um, Pumalelo, and we'll answer that question. Trending news right now. Uh, that question then, Pumelelo, let's tackle it in terms of the rest of us whose moms are physically here and uh, being mindful of those whose mothers are no longer and how we post on social media. Okay, we've lost um, Pumelelo. I'm not sure what's happening there on our telephonic lines. Let's try and get a hold of him talking social media trends, what's happened in the last, uh, over the weekend, I guess, because it's Monday today. We're going to try and get a hold of him again, journalist and social commentator uh, of uh, 013 News. Um, Pumelelo, you're back with us. I'm sorry, I don't know what happened there. The phone just cut us. Uh, but let's tackle that uh, question that I posed before we had to take the break. Yes, some early morning gremlins in the studio. I, um, they must but, stop it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, uh, I think I think it's it's just one of those lots that we carry in life. It's either your lot or not. Um, I don't think we can 
uh, want to regulate what people put out on social media or their sensitivity. I think mm. um, all we can do is maybe to raise awareness um, and compassion um, in, in probably remembering them. Uh, you know, um, when we post them, remember the ones who don't have and to the mothers that are not no more. I think that, that that's what we can do, you know, um, from a humanity perspective. But, yeah. Yeah. Okay, let's uh, talk about hashtag Lady Do. Uh, as we speak about parents, moms, uh, this is this one includes her father. So the Emma Piano singer has been criticized by her dad for claiming that she grew up, grew up poor. So the dad is saying, no, you did not lack anything. You were okay. What's going on here? Yeah, um, it, it seems as though Lady Do, um, you know, who's been on the news uh, quite a lot lately, um, went out and said, no, um, you know, I grew up poor, and it seems to have been for clout, because uh, her father then recorded a short video which, where he rebuked her, saying, but this is not possible. I worked my hands to the bone, um, you know, to give her everything that she needed in life, uh, to make sure that she was taken care of. She never needed for anything uh, while growing up. Uh, but of course, uh, social media also rebuking the father for for taking such a stance against the daughter, and perhaps uh, some people saying, um, "Why would your father insult you like that mm. on, on social media?" And I think this has to do with sort of the language, uh, because he he was quite emotional. He was visibly quite upset, uh, and and uh, he 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 was a bit profane uh, in 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 the video. Okay. Uh, and people saying, but perhaps this is why um, she says she grew up poor. But of course, it doesn't correlate. If you say poor, or uh, but if or if you grew up, um, you know. In, in in a way that uh, maybe you the parents were were not so compassionate or did everything for you but probably didn't show you the emotional uh, sort of love that you needed. It, it's a bit different for me. I couldn't understand. I also couldn't understand why the father would say such things about their daughter. You know, um, mm. but yeah. Uh, some things happen in celeb world, hey, and you ask yourself, yeah. uh, "I wouldn't, I wouldn't do that. Uh, my father wouldn't do that. Why didn't he just call her up and uh, you know have a conversation about it? He is the adult at the end of the day." But uh, yeah, that whole exercise seems to be just a plot seeking exercises. Uh, the majority of uh, Instagram and Twitter users seem to think. It is confusing because, I mean, this lady, do uh, her real name, Duduzile Nguenya, being, she's been quoted as saying that she's not a person who's out for fame and, and hype, and her focus is to make money and create a good life for her child. So I'm wondering why she would do this for, for clout or for attention. Yeah, it's interesting. I also just found out that uh, her father is actually quite a popular a musician and DJ himself, and everybody seems, uh, you know, siblings, oh, not, not so uh, friends who grew up around Lady D uh, coming into the fray and also saying, but we know her, and mm. you know, her father did everything for her. She was actually a spoiled kid, uh, so we don't understand uh, where, this, where this comes from. So, um, 
yeah, it is a bit of a weird one. It is a bit of a weird Yeah, because I can't even understand it from an angle of saying maybe poor for her means something different from what poor means mm-hmm. for everyone. Because we all know what poor means in the South African context. I don't think that mm-hmm. can even be an explanation that it was a, you know, maybe a metaphor for something else. I don't know. It, it just doesn't make sense to me. Poor is poor in South Africa. We know what it means. There's one yeah. meaning to that word. Absolutely. Um, so, uh, yeah, I think I think it's it's, it's celebrity problems uh, sometimes. Thunder uh, uh, yeah. things that we can't comprehend. And she was battling management woes at some stage. She eventually cut ties with her management after the matter was handled uh, illegally. But she was quite vocal on social media on that. Is this maybe just who she is? She just talks about her problems on the social media platforms. Yeah, she's she's been um, somewhat of uh, a quiet celebrity for most of the time that uh, she shot. She's since she shot fame uh, with Sudden's uh, way to hit. Uh, but uh, it seems as though she looks it to be on a career path of being a controversial celebrity mm. herself. But uh, again, we we talk about this all the time, Thunder. That sometimes. In the celeb world, we perceive things to be happening in reality, whereas, um, you know, it's it's about the followers. It's about creating a hype so that people, uh, you're on people's lips because you're about to drop the next song. Mm. And, you know, and sometimes it's about that. And we as a public get cajoled into these emotional, um, you know, regrets and conversations back and forth uh, when only to find that, uh, you know, we're just being baited uh, so that when the song drops, we're, we're still talking about the same artist that we were talking about on something different. It's so, somewhat of a PR mm. marketing, guerrilla marketing strategy that celebrities have sort of employed um, in the past uh, three, four years and with the advent of, of, of social media and its popularity in determining pop culture and social discourse. Oh, well, let's end it on another note, I guess, on drama and controversy. The Real Housewives of Durban, the episode of the reunion played this past weekend. So I guess that wraps up this season. And there was criticism there against La Conco or La Conco. I don't know how you say her name. Um, it's La Conco. La Conco. Yes, that's so, so she is reportedly uh, somebody who lied about someone's pregnancy revelation. I don't follow this uh, show, so I'm not really sure what happens. But I know the franchise, the Real Housewives franchise, is quite dramatic and controversial. Uh, what's What's the story here? You and I both, Asanda, have <laughs> never watched it. <laughs> <laughs> in my life and... You know, this morning it was one of those things that what is Gwenzaghele doing to me with these <laughs> <reality> <laughs> So I had to scramble last night and kind of watch an episode or two just so I can get a gist of what this whole thing is about. Because, you know, something happens in an episode on reality TV, mm-hmm. but you have to go back two or three episodes to sort of understand the way yeah. it started and emanated from. So it would seem that Lacono uh, received flowers uh, while she was at one of the, her co um, is it co-hosts or co-actors or uh, yeah co-hosts. they are co-actors it's it's reality but it's not we all know it's not yeah 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 so one of the co-actors uh, they were at her estate and and uh, Lacono received flowers while she was on set and that got tongues wagging. 
mm-hmm. and uh, with everybody trying to find out where the flowers come from, because um, as everybody would know from the first season, uh, she was separated from the father of her child, who okay. happens to be former President Jacob Zuma. And uh, what the impression she created from the first episode was that um, their relationship had all but ended because she said, uh, you know, she was meant to marry the former president, but then uh, she found herself raising her child uh, with her mother, suggesting that uh, they had split up and um, uh, she was no longer in their lives. But of course, uh, we know that there's a lot of mystery that surrounds this. If you remember, she tweeted uh, a very heartfelt message on on, on the former president's birthday uh, and and, and calling him very affectionately as the father of a child. And And so uh, this emanated from there that uh, people, her co-actors, not know uh, that she was in a new relationship and so that's what got tons writing to say who are the flowers from mm. and um and that earned her the nickname of petal because uh it looks as if one of the on the card in the message uh, she was referred to as petal and uh and therefore they, they wanted to know who this person is and she seemed to have lied to say somebody who stays in the same estate as 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 her co-actor, and then the co-actor. Obviously, we know that uh, housewives uh, have a lot of time on their end. Uh, embarked on an investigation to find out uh, <laughs> who this person is, <laughs> and then the reveal was that actually this person is non-existent. Mm. So there were two accusations that emanated from there, and it's the 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 one accusation is that she sent herself the flowers. Uh, this person is imaginary, or Petal actually refers to the former president, mm. uh, who might be the one who sent her flowers. But I mean, knowing the former president, you would not refer to someone as Petal. No. <laughs> and I think she would use that for clout. I mean, she would definitely mention that it's the former president who sent those flowers. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, so, yeah, that's, and, and, and uh, Makumalo then. Um, calling her out and actually uh, uh, putting her in a place. So to quote a lot of uh, the tweets and Instagram mm. uh, users out there who said, uh, yeah, big ups to Makwanda for really putting her in a place because um, we're, we're, we're actually tired of like what a lot of people were saying. But a lot of people, she seems to have a following of her own um, that really doesn't mind uh what she does, when she does it, and are always there to sort of defend her um, on, 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 on such matters. But, yeah, that's what the whole argument was about. Of course, uh, another big reveal coming out of, of, of that episode is that Lord London is pregnant uh, with her second baby mm-hmm. and uh, is highly expected. And a lot of tweets are congratulating her. Uh, a lot of uh, people on social media actually being chuffed about it, posting pictures of her saying that she looked quite stunning in her green dress on set and uh, with her pregnancy and and that. Oh, well, uh, congrats to the mom-to-be, I guess. And we know that drama is drama with the Housewives franchise. So I don't think it's something we even unpack. We just talk about it. We just say it as it is. I mean, honestly, it's just always expected yeah. that there will be drama. 
Absolutely. So, so with the reunion, do they say who's going to make it for the next season or no, not yet? No, not yet. Okay, all right. Not yet, and I think we need to keep ourselves uh, glued on TV Mac or, uh, you know, Showmax's uh, Twitter or, f- or social media handles to find out uh, when that next uh, season is coming out and who's going to make it. Okay, well, let's leave it there for today. Uh, but thanks for joining us. Always great chatting, Pumelelo. Have a great start to your week. Thank you very much, Shafanda. Great start to you and the listeners at home. Thank you. Mpumelelo Mashifane is a journalist and social commentator, journalist with 013 News and publisher there. All right, that's our trending news.